1: right hey mikey get over here man let's sit down and have some coffee together let's have some java i hope you brought two cups today
2: i did i need a little extra espresso my favorite step we're talking about today my friend
1: oh my (laughs) step five right right and if if we uh if we look at the words of step five it's uh admitted to god to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs
2: There's a lot to unpack there isn't there it's a lot of words there
1: yeah you know there's there's a lot of principles you know folks put some you know words that kind of summarize each one of these steps and 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 the principle or, or words for step five is integrity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, you know and the message that comes out of that is is credibility right you know um, so I love to you know hear your experience on on step five, I mean, frankly, you frankly, know, and I'll share mine a little bit, but super weak, you know. Um, every rehab that I went to, you know, is a requirement to do step four, step five, before you left, you know. So I did, you know, four or five of them. Um, and, and, and they were bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. they were I was trying to do it to impress, you know, I tried to give thirty-two page step fours and you know, I wanted to win some award for the sexiest step four out there. And when I sat down with my counselor did step five, I mean, they were probably checking their phone, right? Um, you know, and then so when I came around to do it really with my uh, sponsor, like the wind was let out of the sale, you know, right. we just kinda got through it. Um, you know, but your story of step five. It is a game changer.
2: Yeah, it was really impactful. It was a, a, a game changer, a life changer for me. I, and I didn't anticipate that. I mean, having worked through the first three steps, really in the first 30, 60 days of my sobriety, and then uh, and then as we shared before, sitting on step four, you know, I sat on that for a couple of months because the words fearless and thorough, uh, were taught to me and, and beat into my head and I, I wanted to do it right. Uh, so when it came time to the fifth step, you know I thought to myself, okay well this this is just a process it's a three phase process of confession, if you will and um, but I little did I know what uh, what what was in store for me when I went through the process. Um, you know I had, I, I kind of I presented myself a little bit backwards Glenn I um, you know it says to admit to God one to ourselves number two and number three to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs right so uh, the exact identifying the exact nature of my wrongs was really the pain point for me that was the pain point for me was going through my inventory and and for me, as I mentioned last week, I did it sequentially, but I ended up with a like if it were dumped into a spreadsheet, I ended up with this big long, detailed spreadsheet of all these deeds done wrong, you know. I hope you uh, password protected that. Oh, it's on Google. It's it's on Google Drive. Just <laughs> oh, go ahead and look into out it. It's not in public. Yeah. Public domain now. Yeah, right. 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 Nice. Nice. Um, but you know, so for me, well, why don't we do this? Yeah, why, yeah, yeah.
1: Why, why don't we break this down in, into three buckets, right? Oh, that would help. Um, you know, to to God, to ourselves, and to another human being. Right. Right. So, so let's let's talk about um, admission to yourself first. What did that look like?
2: Right, Mike. Ex- yeah, that's that's a great question, and I, you know, my experience <clears throat> to admitting it to myself. Uh, was to really own it and say, okay, what was my what was my role in in this activity? What was my role in this experience? And it was eye opening for me, Glenn. It was eye opening for me because I think I had accumulated these these experiences, and for the most part, I had I had uh, left and right. Uh, cushions on each one of these experiences that it, that left was this person's fault and the right was this person's fault. And it was never yours. It was never mine. Never mind. So a lifetime of problems. A lifetime of problems. It's always left or right. Somebody was, else's issue. That's right. That's right. It's circumstantial. Somebody else did, did me wrong. Something else had transpired it's, that it that was strong. out of my control. Yep. You know? And so for me, admitting to myself, not just admitting to myself the exact nature of my wrongs, but my role in that. That, your ownership that's right and you know the big book has kind of these columns that that they example out there on you know somewhere in the 50s page 58 or 59 and or, or wherever that's found I, I don't know i'm not a big bum, big book thumper. Right? so i know it's a, at a page number out right there but but it doesn't really it talks about the column but it doesn't really it doesn't really spell it out so yeah that was that was big for me was was admitting my role in in the problem and and that was painful, Glenn. It was it was it really it was a painful process for me. So
1: so which is bigger? Which was harder to do after that, right? So so that's that's hard, right? Yeah. To to say, hey, I actually have ownership in some of this shit that I that I lived in. Um, in fact, you probably created a lot of it, right? Sure, absolutely. Um, so was it harder to admit to God or to somebody else? Which was the harder
2: one? Oh, yeah. You know, it was a, for me anyway, it was a breeze uh, admitting it to, to another human being the exact nature of my lungs. Really? Yeah, yeah. I found...
1: So to pull down your pants and show all your shit
2: stains to somebody else, that was easy. Well, you know, <laughs> as, you, as you put it that way, <laughs> it was smelly, but it was easy. Uh, you know, if... I, let me put it this way. If if it wasn't presented to another alcoholic, I probably, it, I wouldn't have deemed it easy. But because I was sitting across from somebody who had already admitted to me that they weren't perfect, mm-hmm. had already admitted to me that Anything that I said was A, going to be confidential, and B, wasn't going to shock them, right, because they've been around the program. My sponsor, I was blessed to have a sponsor who had 20-plus years of sobriety, you know, and and he uh, he's heard some more stories out there. So I didn't feel I was coming to him with anything that was really going to rock his world.
1: Yeah, you know, that's um, probably for, for me, you know, I was so prideful, right, it's hard to let somebody in and see the full, you know, and when I was in rehab, I didn't care what the counselors Well, I did care, but you know, I, you know, I knew the following week or the following session, they would have forgotten about me. And when, you know, when, when I got around to with my sponsor, it just wasn't that big. Cause I was so used to telling all the, you know, sh- shit stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you know, that was probably bigger for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to do that to somebody else. Um, so, so why don't you share the, you know, with, with God being the biggest, right? God as you understand right. Him, your your higher power, um, how you define Him, how is that the biggest, the most challenging? Well,
2: you know, I, I uh, and what <clears throat> happened? Sure, sure, right. I scheduled uh, I scheduled the time with uh, with my with myself uh, through step four, and then I scheduled the time with my uh, sponsor and and admitted to him. I never scheduled time with God. I never scheduled that time to sit down, mm, and really, kind of, yeah. And uh, and and I found that that days went by, and weeks went by, and then ultimately months went by, and I wasn't scheduling that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And and you know, I I started to ask myself, why is that? Why why have I not scheduled the time? Why can't I do this? I mean, wow. my my higher power, my God. Uh, is omnipresent, he's omni knowing, he knows everything, he knows what I did yesterday and what I'm going to do tomorrow, right? So, what's the big hang-up here?
1: So, so with your beliefs, he knows He knows exactly he what you're going to say. He already knew. But you still had a problem yeah, saying Yeah, so it. it
2: should, in in theory, it should have taken me about two seconds to say, okay, God, all right, right, yeah, all those things, okay, we know, okay, we're good, move on. Well, what was it? I couldn't do it. He go, I couldn't was do it. it? I, I, fear, Fear. Yeah, I think it was fear, I think it was ego, I think it was, I, I hadn't learned to deal with with the shame, the guilt, the remorse mm. of my actions, and and I had gone, at that point, I had, I had advanced through the steps, right, and uh, I, I had this knowledge of what honesty was all about, and I had to get honest with my higher power, I had to get honest with God, and that was the hardest thing. So, so you know, Glenn, uh, one of the things that I never thought I would do in my life, I went to a retreat, an AA retreat. And as a, it was up at a, a beautiful little lake house up in northern Illinois mm-hmm. in the fall. And um, I, I didn't really have a strategic plan going into that event. But where I found myself was uh i found myself with a lot of quiet time because the guys would would uh get together and they'd have coffee and i'd have coffee and i just kind of would drift away and i found myself having these quiet times and i found this perfect moment in time i didn't plan it perfect moment in time where i just sat down and i literally literally cried my prayer uh and and admitted to god the exact nature of my wrongs and um you know, the real special part of that story is that uh i did all my step work in a spiral binder uh, my sponsor demanded that and uh when he demanded i listened and i i put it all in a spiral binder that saturday night uh there was a bonfire and i took my book which i still had to do <laughs> By the way, don't try this at home. Uh, I still had to do steps, steps six, seven, eight, nine, right, and a lot of that data was 10, 11, in that book. Yeah, yeah. I threw the bind, I threw 10, 11, 12, I threw the whole binder right in the fire, because <laughs> I wanted, I wanted that release. I wanted that to be gone, and I watched it go up in smoke. And and the next morning, Glenn, I went back to the bonfire pit, and it was still smoldering. And the only thing that was left there was the spiral ring. Nice. And I keep that in my car uh, with me, and it reminds me that I'm good with the past. I made I made right with the past. It took me longer than the the average bear, but but I'm good. I came I came to a point of truth and honesty with myself, with another human being, and with the God of my understanding. And and what a relief that was! What freedom that gave me! What a what a, a lift off of my shoulders because I knew we were good going forward. So I love that. I love the
1: uh, picture um, of the spiral remaining, right? right? Um, you know, I talked to, to my sponsor a lot about, you know, the past and, and you know, his one of his examples I love is, hey, Glenn, when you drive a car, you know, the windshield is this big and mm-hmm. the rearview mirror is this big, yeah, right? right? And and he's like, that's how much you should really focus on on the past, use it as learning, use it as experience to help others. Don't dwell on it, right? Focus right. on the windshield. And and I'm really taking that out of your bonfire story. Um, you know, the fact that all the book and all the pages sure. you know, were were kind of you know, burned not kind of, but burned up, burned up. right? Released from mm-hmm. all those all the stuff that was on those pages. Um but yet you still have a reminder. You have a little piece of that. That's right. Right that you can take with you. That's right. And say, you know, and remind yourself, you know, that that part of your step five. That's right. When the I God want, part.
2: That's right. When I want to hold on to it myself, when I wanna go drudge myself through that history one more time, pick I up just pick up the spiral and say it's been drudged through. Move on.
1: Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. So let's switch gears to the um, you know, we, we talked about your experience, we've talked about some of the things that you did, let's switch gears to hope, right? Mm-hmm. So, so doing step five, you know, admitting to God to ourselves and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs, and man, that is tough to do. Right. Um, but it's so important, um, you know, that step four and step five. Um, where does that leave you today, right? Dealing with the past, and then also, how do you deal with today and going forward? With things that come up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about nature of our wrongs, I'm not sure if you're perfect today. I don't think so. Right. No. Right? So you yeah. still you I'm still do stuff wrong. So how behind. do you balance all that
2: together? That's right. I'm a step behind perfect. I, you know, the way I look at it is this. You know, I I start out a day with with a pure glass of water, and um, and I'm surrounded in in this pure metaphoric glass of water, and along the day, I, I will murk that water up. But the quickest that I can filter that murky water out, as long as I've got a filter Mm. process, right? So, you know, as we're gonna, you know, as we know, step, you know, there's a there's a step of review, and and a maintenance step, and so I never let the water get that murky. I, I because it only got murky once in my life, right? That was the one time that that water was really murky, and so for me. I live in clean water now because I, I won't allow myself to be in an unfiltered glass of water. There's always got to be a process. I'll make mistakes, but then clean them up right away. And the, the, the level of freedom that that has given me is, it's just indescribable. It's indescribable.
1: Yeah, so, so you pretty much do step
2: five on a regular basis. Absolutely, right. Yeah, positively. I, I must. You know, and and maybe it's not my sponsor. You know, it's going to be the, it's going to be the next struggling alcoholic Mm -hmm. that I'm going to share. Hey, here's, here was my merc today. Here's, here was the merc and mud that I created today. Today's merc. (laughs) Today's merc and mud. That's right.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great. That's um, you know, and that's something where you know, going forward, you know, living step five, um, you know for me when i first did it you know i thought it was a point in time and and as i've you know progressed you know down the path of sobriety you know it's an ongoing thing it is right. um and then i've also found um you know step five you know again mine wasn't very impactful um but i've had the opportunity and privilege um to do some step fives to, to be the recipient sure. you know of those step fives and um Man, I'll tell you what—that's one of the most powerful things. First of all, that somebody would trust you mm-hmm. with their baggage, mm-hmm. with their shit, mm-hmm. uh, with their innermost—you you, know—wrongs—you um, know—is is amazing to me, right? I think that's something that's earned. I think that's you know a respect, and um, so that's amazing. And and I take them very seriously. In fact you know, that's probably one of the most emotional things I go through today is is listening to somebody. step five. Right. You know, it's setting the time aside. It's preparing mentally, you know, praying for the dude, you know, and, and, um, and then and sitting there, you know, just listening. Um, you know, not interjecting all, you know, not my thoughts or, you know, just listening.
2: Just listening, right. And, and, and it's, you know, in this day and age, in the day of Facebook, right where everything looks perfect everybody's life looks so perfect to be to be unveiling imperfections is is tough but so rewarding to get through
1: yeah the uh, steps of this program and 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 working this program really help clean up the past mm-hmm. and steps four and five you know i mean i like to say are are one of the keys yeah, i think they're all sure. key but sure sure you know step five is, is, I mean, to trust somebody to do that, um, you know, it's a big thing. And then to also see that again, it turns the dial from faith to fact yeah, right. to see that, Hey, I trusted, you know, my sponsor, Tim mm-hmm. with this information and he hasn't told anybody. Right. You know, I mean, that's rare in this world, right. right? It's only on somebody else's Facebook in 30 minutes. Right. That's right. Uh, so, you know, it's a lot of proof. It you is know, it's a lot of facts. Huh? Love hearing your story. Um, you know i didn't really hear all of that up you know up till now and, and man i love that spiral you know i love that spiral that's something you can take with you and it's a point in time where you just released it all and you just release it you know to god to yourself i mean i think that's a key Sorry. part of it, to it sure and another human being so yeah. brother thanks for Still stopping by for some coffee yeah, yeah, thanks for having Bob. Me i love morning. hearing your story yeah. all right, all right man. see you next
2: time all right sounds good man.
0: thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.